Hello and welcome back to Going Inward with Brandy Vazana. I'm so incredibly grateful you're here. All right, so right now what's really huge and big in my life is learning, understanding, and integrating emotional regulation. Talking about when I am dysregulated and what to do to get back into emotional regulation where things are non-stressed, non-depressed. I feel good. I might fall off, flip my lid, but I'm able to get myself back into a place where my brain is not flooded with constant stress hormones, where I am not scared or threatened or triggered walking around life at all times. It's not a healthy way to live. And being under emotional stress all the time is a killer. So my big thing right now is all about emotional regulation and getting outside. This podcast is about getting outside. There are many psychologists and not only traditional indigenous healers, but psychology is catching up with traditional ecological knowledge that when you are not feeling your best, it is suggested to breathe, to move, and to get outside. Now, some people are kind of more new age. I just say go to the bush because I'm Métis and that's something that, you know, my papa, who often flips his lid, has learned to emotionally regulate by napping or going outside, going to the bush, working outside, It's learning how to be comfortable, grounding your own energy, healing yourself outdoors. Some people I've heard call it tree grazing, not grazing. Anyhow, essentially, it's going out into the trees. You do you. Now, going back 50 generations to the West, people were divorced off the land. Many people were, you know, during serfdom, became property, not only just the physical property, but the spiritual property of the church. There is a long history of disconnection from the land. But the sooner that you recognize going outside naturally floods your brain with endorphins, It makes you feel good and it brings you back to the present moment. So whatever your jam is, whether it's, you know, going for a walk, maybe it's jogging, whatever, going near a lake, maybe like swimming, maybe you just really genuinely like me. I just like walking outdoors, just taking Otis, my dog, Odie, for a walk outdoors automatically will bring me back into a sense of being present. So my big suggestion right now is go outside. Now, here in Manitoba, where I'm from, oh my gosh, it was a long, hard winter. And once again, thankfully, the sun is starting to shine. Now for us in like the middle of Turtle Island, North America, we miss out on a lot of sun throughout the winter. And vitamin D for me, like, When it's a hard winter like it was this winter and it was cold, really, really cold, I can tell you I did not go. This winter, I hardly went outside the way that I naturally do. Now, I have horses, so I have to go outside to tend to them when I go visit them. 
But other than that, I was not outside as much as I really enjoy being, you know, close to the earth. So this was my first Easter without my Uncle Norm. Now, I'm working on my emotional granularity, naming more than three emotions, recognizing that like offhand, if I work at it, there's like 88 emotions I'm really working at just being able to identify how I'm feeling. I was feeling a major sense of sadness and it was grief. You know, yesterday I woke up at my grandparents and my papa said, this is our first Easter without Norm, my uncle Norm. And truly and seriously, like, when somebody in your family or your friend, when somebody passes, you do have to go through all the first. And yesterday was a hard day. I didn't get together with my mom and my brothers, my grandparents, and I did not have Easter dinner. Not that I want anybody's sympathy, but I just did not want to have a family dinner. It didn't feel in my wheelhouse yet. So I went and visited my horses. I cooked Odie and I a nice meal out there. I went on the land. I went, you know, in the snow with my horses. And I definitely felt so much better because I got outside. Now today, the sun was shining. Again, because I stayed at the little cabin I like to stay at, I went to go see my girls I just hung out with them. I brushed them. I groomed them. My niece, Mango, who's a baby, she just turned one. She's uh, definitely a draft. I think she's part Percheron. She's huge. Um, I just hung out with them. You know, I brought I brought them their grain. We just hung out. I made some silly TikToks because I kept my word making TikToks and being on, being consistent on TikTok. But then um, where my horses are. The husband and wife, um, Elise took her horse for a ride and, um, the husband, Joel had, they both had their baby outside who she's, oh my gosh, she has beautiful molars and she had sunglasses on and she's about, I think about 18 months, but she's learning to trust. And by the way that we interact, she's learning to trust me because her parents and I talk and we visit. It's so cute. But anyhow, um, Jewel made a fire. The sun was shining. I spent over like probably two and a half hours outside and looking at the trembling aspen, also known as poplar, looking at them starting to bud. They kind of look like a pussy willow and watching them, you know, starting to get ready to grow leaves. Like it's such a blessing. Now, if that's not something that you're used to, you know, buy yourself a Birds of Wherever You're From book or, you know, small plants and shrubs and just start identifying them. Learn the ways of your ancestors. Wherever you are from, your ancestors were once connected to the earth. My grannies, granny and great grandmother were both midwives, Métis midwives in the beaches area where I'm from. So that means that they knew the berries to stop bleeding. They knew all the roots and medicines for women when they're pregnant. They knew this beautiful, fascinating connection to the earth. Now that's in my epigenetics. That's in my blood. Like I am not a nurse. My mother is. My mother is an RN. But definitely like I could go out and identify a whole bunch of different plants that have vitamin C in them right now because I have that sacred connection. Wherever you are from, look at your history. When were your people colonized? When and where were they forced off the earth? 
whether it was in Europe or in the West Indies or wherever, at one time, all people were indigenous. All people lived in tribes. People, whether they were in Europe and they were Druids or, you know, they were connected to the earth. Unfortunately, for like 500 years, the Inquisition, disconnecting women from the earth and considering us witches for knowing sacred knowledge, like that's terrifying and disturbing. So just really reclaiming that sense of spiritual connection to the earth, it will change you. It will change your experience. It will help your spirit. It'll help your mental health. It'll help you heal. And I promise as somebody who loves the earth and has really been working at my mental health and really, really working at my emotional competence and emotional, you know, understanding emotional stress and how emotional stress does manifest an illness in the body. If we suppress our anger, if we suppress our rage, if we don't deal, that's why I'm doing the work that I'm doing is to help people connect to themselves, connect to the earth, connect to animals and connect to each other better for the next seven generations. So it's not so hard on them considering these next generations are going to have a very challenging time surviving on this planet if we don't change our ways. So another thing I want to say is when thinking about connecting to the earth, there was a fella, I'm going to tell you a quick little story. There was a fella named David Chetland Paladin. He was from the Southern United States and he ended up being a healer and an artist and he did some extraordinary things in this world, but he was indigenous from, he was Navajo and he left his reserve in the forties and there was a lot of troubles going on in his reserve at that time. So he left and he ended up, um, sketching. He was on a ship in the South Pacific and he was he ended up sketching some sort of boat where he ended up joining the American um, army. He ended up being a code talker and some really horrific stuff happened to him. And he was captured as a prisoner of war by the Nazis. And as a form of punishment that he experienced, his feet were hammered into the ground. When the U.S. Army found him, he was in a coma and he was brought back to the United States. Now, in the 1940s, people were not as mobile and he was told that he would never walk again. And, you know, it would be destitute. But somehow, someway, he ended up being brought back to his reservation, his reserve. His elders put him in the water and they said to him, David, call back your spirit. So in that moment, he thought of all the things that he went through, through abuse, through addiction, through alcoholism, through absolute violence, through war, being like a prisoner of war. And he managed to walk and he walked again and he became a healer and he also was an artist and he also became a minister. So just like that story, a few years ago, after I broke up with um, a fella in two thousand. 18 it was a very very bad breakup but I took time for myself for one year I didn't date I really really went inward I actually wrote the book going inward then that um February of 2019 I rented yurts I rented cabins I went on the land I made coffee I picked blueberries I made fires I cried I swam I paddled I canoed I connected to myself more deeper than I ever had in my entire life. I called back my spirit. 
those pieces and parts of me that were broken through bad relationships and addiction and all sorts of things, I called them back and I connected to the earth and I connected to myself. Now fast forward, it's 2022 and I feel more powerful than I have ever felt in my entire life. And I'm in my 10th year of sobriety, which is insane. But for those of you who are struggling, you don't know where to start, you know, start walking outside. It's getting bloody beautiful out all across North America. I look at my friends in the States where it's like plus everything. There's flowers blooming, you know, grass is growing. And here we are in Manitoba and not yet. We got to be patient, Um, but we're getting there. So connect to yourself, connect to the earth, start thinking about emotional regulation, what emotional dysregulation looks like in your life. And just recognize that when you go outside, that is a way for you to become present and heal and emotionally regulate. All right. So on Friday, I have full out ladies, 30 bucks. It's going to be a kick buns um, program. It's not a program. It is a training in a private Facebook group. It's going to be good. And I'm talking straight up like from the heart, from the spirit how I've gotten to be where I am, and I'm going to give you some tips, some tricks, and some insider reporting um, that I don't give to everybody, but definitely 30 bucks, inbox me, full out, is happening on Friday, um, April 22nd. I love you, I appreciate you, and next Friday, Do It Right is going to be coming into this world. I love you, take care of yourself, and I'll see you in the next episode. Marcy, bye!